Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. And as we think about this and pray for the people of Maui, we also think about our brothers and sisters in Christ who are there. And Harvest Christian Fellowship, where Greg Laurie is the pastor, has a campus on Maui. Whenever we have Greg on the show, we always talk about how they have... uh, Uh, campuses in California and Hawaii. Well, Greg is on the show. Uh, Pastor Greg Laurie is with me from Harvest Christian Fellowship. His show you can hear on the station is called A New Beginning. Also, Pastor Greg, welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. Scott, good to be with you. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, I thought of uh, you and I checked to see what island your church was on. I realized this morning I didn't really know. And then I saw Maui. I thought, oh, you guys are in the thick of this. And I'm I'm glad that you are. So, you know, I'm not glad this happened, obviously, but glad that you're there. Tell us about it. Well, I like everybody else, I'm just reading the news early in the morning, and all of a sudden I read about this horrific wildfire spreading. Then as more information comes out, it becomes a lead story around the world. And uh, what happened is downtown Lahaina, most people that go to Maui uh, end up in Lahaina. It's this old, beautiful, charming little town. goes back to the times when they did whaling there, whaling village, and they have like a little home that was the home of the first missionary and all these little surf stores and fun little places to eat. And a fire hit it and literally it's all gone. The entire town burned down and this fire spread so rapidly. And I would add that these are really old wooden structures, some going back to the early 1900s, uh, others built in the 70s, but they're a bunch of wood structures and it was like a tinderbox. And that fire spread so rapidly People were running like they were going into the ocean just to escape this rapidly moving fire. And now as we're hearing more, uh, we're seeing realizing that many have died. Now, we know mm. 36. I think that number tragically may go far higher in, in our church. So we have a church of around a thousand people. That's maybe nine miles from uh, downtown Lahaina. Yeah. And, and we have people that work in those shops and those stores. It's a very small little island community. And so uh, there's around 140,000 people in Lahaina. And so everybody kind of knows everybody in a way. So this has been devastating for them. And and they don't have power on the island right now. Imagine that, no power. And uh, so it's been very hard for them to get word to us. We started calling them. We're concerned. Are are these people alive still? And we have made contact with them. And we have members of our congregation who lost their homes. A number of people lost their businesses, their place of work. So uh, Franklin Graham, my friend, is there on their way over. Samaritan's Purse is going to be there to provide relief work. Our church, which is called Harvest Kumalani, will be there to offer spiritual help and help where we can assist people in practical ways. But right now, we're just waiting for them to turn the lights on, and we're assessing the damage. So we're still in a wait-and-see moment, and then in the very new future, within hours and and days, uh, we expect to start our efforts to help these people rebuild their community. Well, I hope they get those lights on very quickly. It's, uh, you know, in looking at the before and after pictures, I've just been blown away at how fast this happened. And wow. it's it's just devastating. And, you know, I think people, you're on an island, you're you're so separate anyway. It's, you know, trucks can't just drive there with relief. Nope. This is going to be complicated. Yeah, it is. And 
it, it, it was it's shocking how quickly it happened. And and it just uh, was so devastating in its effect that people were sent to burn wards. And, hmm. and you know, this little island isn't really equipped for this kind of thing. And right. so it, it's a pretty overwhelming thing for all of them. So, you know, we're praying for them, but we, we will be not just praying. We'll be out there doing practical things. In fact, if you go to my uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter page, it's just Greg Laurie at whatever. Uh, you'll see a video that we shot because we were just there a couple of weeks ago. A CBN came with us and they filmed a special little fun summer piece. Here's this church in Maui. Hmm. The girl who I uh, interviewed me, we went out and got shave ice together. Very funny, happy, you know, with the drone shots of beautiful downtown Lahaina. Then this happened. Yeah. So we were just there. So if you watch my little video I just did with my son, Jonathan, we show the footage. This is what Lahaina looked like just a few weeks ago, and this is what it looks like now. We put the images together so you can see how radical the damage was. It's so terribly sad. You know, uh, I'm glad that your church is there. Tell me about that. How did Harvest um, in Maui come about? You decided you were going to have another campus, and uh Lord led you to Maui. Yeah, it sounds that way, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's actually... <laughs> So a friend of mine uh, named Ricky Bryan, he's a professional surfer. He mm. He's lived in Maui for years. Yeah. He started this church uh, over uh, 40 years ago. And so Ricky wanted to retire and ask if we would take it into our family of churches and harvest. And I said, well, guys, you know, I don't know if we want to do this. I mean, believe it or not, I did say that <laughs> because I wanted what was best for them. And I wanted to make sure we could do a good job for them. So I said, the only way I can do this is if we give you a video feed of my sermons on Sunday. It can be a live feed, but but it's got to come from California because I'm not moving to Maui. Right. So they came out to our services because some of our services, I'm in person preaching others. They're a video feed. And I said, this is what it will be like. And, you know, they brought their leadership over and they liked what they saw. So we officially merged together seven years ago and the church has doubled in size. I think I mentioned we have around a thousand people attend. And then with the great news is we've seen in the last seven years, 2000 people come to come to Christ at our church. Now that's amazing, but here's why that happens on any given Sunday, 30% of our congregation is made up of tourists. Hmm. So, you know, Normally, you know, we, we, we're going to all the world to preach the gospel. Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. But in a very real sense, all the world comes to Maui. Yeah. You know, at any given moment, you'll see people from all around the globe visiting the city and specifically downtown Lahaina. So they find out about our church. They end up in our church. They hear the gospel because I usually give an opportunity for people to come to Christ in every service. And so we have people accepting Christ every week at what we call Harvest Kumalani. So their name used to be Kumalani, which means horizon in Hawaiian. So we added our name, Horizon Harvest Kumalani. That's a great uh, story for all those people on their vacation. I went to Hawaii and came back in the kingdom of God. That's right. Uh, you know, I think that's wonderful. And I also think, you know, there's a reason that God has led for led you guys to this merger and the church that was there. Part of that reason is the tourists, and part of that reason is going to be what you're going to be able to do to serve the Lord and serve yeah. the people right now. Yeah, you know, the Bible says God can bring beauty out of ashes. Yeah. So that city is in ash. It, it's mm. a burned heap of rubble. And we're praying that that we can shine the light of Jesus, bring the hope of the gospel 
uh, the message of Jesus Christ to people maybe who have never heard it before uh, and, and do all that we can to continue to represent Jesus in this island paradise. You know, the thing is, uh, Scott, is that people, you know, often go to Hawaii searching. Oh, I'm searching for God. I'm searching for truth. I'm searching for myself, trying to find myself. And and they're in the beauty of the island. So, you know, they think they'll find it. Well, what they really are searching for is God. And so we're there to give them the gospel. And I think we'll be able to probably reach more people in the days ahead than we, when we've ever been able to reach before. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company, like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder. Just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. So, you know, we want to take advantage of the opportunity, but we also want to show God's love to people in a tangible way. We'll be there with food and with shelter and with uh, water and uh, practical things as well, but we'll do it all in the name of Jesus Christ. And a big part of that is the presence with people. Sometimes that's what they need is people around. And- that's right. So if people are interested in helping with our relief efforts, we have a website, just harvest.org. That's where you go for all things harvest. And we have a page up and we have a fund that's set up and it's called the Hawaiian Harvest Relief Fund. And so are the Maui Harvest Relief Fund. And so they can give if they feel so inclined by the Lord, and we'll put that uh, money to good use, helping people in the name of Jesus Christ. There's going to be a great need, so I encourage people to go to harvest.org, and uh, if you want to give, this is a great way to do it if you want to support. And there's going to be a long-time need, long after this leaves the news. You know, that's something that happens with these things, Greg, is it's on the news for a couple of days, and then we're on to something else, but the need remains. Yeah, you know, I think people, when they think Hawaii, it's like, oh, it must be hard living in Hawaii. Hawaii is just a place like any other place. It's a beautiful place, granted. And there are wealthy people that live on Hawaii. But there's a lot of people that work two or three jobs and and are just, you know, living, uh, you know, day to day. And and I know of many of those people who lost their little homes there. Yeah, they lost everything. It's not... It's not like we want to, you know, rebuild oceanfront estates. That's not right. what we're about over there. We're talking about just ministering to people that live there, local people, helping people in the name of Jesus who, and right now, some have none of a roof over their heads. That's right. And you're right. There, there's a lot of wealth, but there's a lot of poverty in Hawaii. Yeah. I think people yes. don't always realize that. And uh, it's yeah. expensive to live there. It's super expensive. It is. Uh, yes, to live there. Well, I'm glad that you're there. Uh, you're, you. you're listening to the Pastor Scott Show. My guest is Greg Laurie, the senior pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship, and they have a campus in Maui. And if you want to help people who are suffering in Maui because of this terrible fire, go to harvest.org. Uh, Greg, the Jesus Revolution movie, I want to talk about that here for a second before you go. It's now streaming. You can get it on Blu-ray and D, uh, and DVD if people still get DVDs. I guess they do. Uh, but I think a lot of people stream it. Where can I get it? 
Well, you can go to Apple. It's there at Apple. It's on Amazon Prime. All the usual places. Uh, yes, in the usual places. And there's other streaming platforms that carry it. Uh, and it's on Blu-ray and DVD. But now it's on Netflix. And you know, Netflix has a U.S. audience of 75 million subscribers. Mm. And it's been trending on Netflix, which is a big deal. Trending yeah. means it's popular. And at one point, it hit the number four spot of all movies watched on Netflix. So I'd encourage people, if you are a Netflix subscriber, watch it. And uh, and it helps more people to watch it because when it pops up in trending or in most popular films, someone will say, well, let's watch this movie, right? Right. And the great thing about Jesus Revolution is it's a, a beautifully done story, a true story, but it has the gospel in it. And we've had story after story of people coming to Christ, watching it. So think about this piece of gospel art out there, <laughs> for lack of a better term on this huge platform that so many people utilize. And, you know, what we always are trying to do, Scott, is reach unexpected people in unexpected places with an unexpected message. And so, you know, a person doesn't go on Netflix to hear the gospel. They go to be entertained. But Mm. if they watch Jesus Revolution, they'll be entertained and they'll hear the gospel too. That's right. It's a very good movie, so people will like it. So I encourage everybody, if you've got Netflix, to uh, click on that, watch Jesus Revolution, watch it again and be encouraged uh, by that movie yeah. and share it with your friends. Hey, it's on Netflix. You know, maybe invite people over to watch it, have dinner, talk about yeah. it afterward, right? Absolutely. A watch party. Those are very popular. And yeah, bring people over, give them some popcorn and, and watch the movie. And, you know, I feel like, Scott, if you could get a, a non-believer to watch Jesus Revolution to the very end, a lot of the heavy lifting is done, and you mm. could just ask them, well, what do you think about that? Well, yeah. what is, what, how do you feel about what you saw there? And and I think you find a lot of people are just waiting for someone to tell them how to come to Jesus after watching it. Yes, and I really encourage that. And, uh, you know, uh, after the Harvest Crusade, you baptized. Uh, how many people got baptized the uh, week after Harvest Crusade this year? 4,500. 4,500 people. So, you know, yeah. the, what a blessing. It's crazy. You know, we... I've done a little research, and we believe it's the largest mass baptism in American history. Huh. You know, and coming off of this film, The Jesus Revolution, we've talked about yeah. it before, but this, and all the chaos and the insanity of our time, it also might be a time where we're going to see a great revival. We pray so. I feel like America has two options, judgment or revival. Yeah, yeah. You know, judgment will ultimately come to America and to every nation and to every person, unless you put your faith in Christ. So, I think we're at a, you know, we're at a, a really important point right now in our nation. Like, what do we, what do we want? Do we want to face God's judgment, or do we want to, do we want a spiritual awakening? So I pray we have one. You know, Nineveh was one of the most wicked cities of all time, but God sent a spiritual awakening and turned the nation around. And I think we desperately need that in America right now because we're going the wrong way fast right now. Yep, that's right. Uh, this is Pastor Scott Show. My guest is Pastor Greg Laurie. Uh, Greg, I just want to thank you for all that you do, and uh, we want to encourage your church and everybody who's going to serve in Maui and, and really help people after this tragedy. Can I pray for your church and what's going on in Maui? Please. Yes, please. Thank you. Yeah, God, uh, you know, we you, we know that you are sovereign, that you are in charge, and we know that you have called people to Maui, to go to church in Maui, to get saved in Maui, to serve at Harvest in Maui. Uh, And you orchestrated this whole thing for a lot of reasons for the people who live there and for the tourists. But we know that 
it's orchestrated for a time such as this with this terrible tragedy. God, we pray for the people who are suffering, who have lost everything, for those who have lost loved ones, those who have lost mm. pets, those who are are wondering what to do. We pray that that answer is given to them by somebody who knows Jesus right there on Maui, that they tell mm-hmm. them about Jesus. I pray that you give wisdom and strength to Harvest, to Samaritan's Purse, to other organizations that will be serving people for a long time. And for everybody listening whose heart is there, that they would go to harvest.org and, uh, and give as, as you lead them, Lord. We thank you for Pastor Greg and his ministry. And uh, we also pray for Jesus Revolution and this round two on streaming, that people will come to Christ uh, through that message, that you would use everybody across the world watching that uh, in this great way. And God, we do ask for that revival uh, this time. We thank you, Lord, for being with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Scott. Great. It's all, your prayer. great always to have you on our program. And uh, we'll check in with Maui and keep talking about that. I'm sure there's going to be some good stories coming from your church there. Yes, we pray so. So we're praying for beauty out of ashes. Beauty out of ashes. All right, go to harvest.org if you want to help support, and more information will be available there as as the information comes, as the power gets turned on, hopefully soon. Greg, Pastor Greg Laurie, thanks for being with me today on the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.